Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Authors Access, where authors get published and published authors get successful. I'm Tyler Tischler with Superior Book Promotions in Marquette, Michigan. And I'm Victor Volkman with Loving Healing Press in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I'd like to welcome all of our listeners to episode number 110 in our series. Tonight's topic will be Arranging Public Appearances, and our special guest will be Jonathan Maxwell. You can learn more about our guest on the Authors Access website, which is authorsaccess.com. Please send your questions and comments about tonight's show to info at authorsaccess.com. Now, tonight we're on the line with Jonathan Maxwell, who is an Atlanta-based writer, editor, and critic. He holds a B.A. in English from Berry College, as well as a psychology minor. He holds a paralegal certificate. His first book, Murderous Intellectuals, German Elites, and the Nazi SS, was released in November 2009 and has since gone on to receive considerable critical acclaim. Maxwell's next book, Piltdown Man and Other Hoaxes, will be released later in 2010. This book is a lighthearted examination of scientific frauds through the centuries. In addition to book writing, he has composed op-ed pieces in newspapers great and small, pens reviews for literary journals, and has written chapters for history textbooks. As a freelance editor, he has worked for the publishing giants Harcourt and Pearson. Maxwell's publisher is Salt Lake City-based American Book Publishing, and his agent is Georgina Scott Orr. Well, good evening, Jonathan. Hi, how are you? Thanks for inviting me. Well, we're we're glad to have you, Jonathan. And uh, I'm I'm curious. First off, uh, your your first book was just was just published about six months ago. And yes. so, can you can you tell us a little bit about um, why you feel that public appearances are important, and um, what experiences have you had in terms of your own book so far with them? Well, uh, to begin, I, I'd like to uh, say that uh, writers, myself included, tend to be rather uh, introverted and shy. Uh, generally, although not always, writers are much better with books rather than people. They also tend to like to uh, work alone. The uh, thought of working with other people makes them neurotic, while the prospect of public speaking can sound uh, outright terrifying to them. Nevertheless, uh, making public appearances is a necessary evil in the publishing uh, industry. Publishing houses are not just looking for talented writers. In addition, the houses are looking for uh, hardworking professionals who will digitally promote their titles in conjunction with their marketing staff. Uh, beginning authors often believe that the house's promotions department will do all of the uh, marketing for them. That's not the case. Uh, these days in a highly competitive marketplace, uh, marketing departments, they largely limit themselves to sending out press releases. Uh, who picks up the slack? Uh, the writer does, of course. Is this a welcome development? Probably not. Nevertheless, it's a reality and there's no getting around it. At first, when I discovered this reality, I felt very much uh, overwhelmed. My publisher insisted that I do book signings, speak at libraries, schools, and colleges, and even make uh, radio and television appearances. I approached the matter with the right attitude, though. I resigned myself to the reality, and I worked with initiative. 
And the more I work, the more I realize that far from being traumatic, arranging public appearances can be fun. Uh, more importantly, public appearances can be a writer's best friend. Uh, the benefits of making uh, public appearances are numerous. For one thing, public appearances help get your name out. Yes, being in the spotlight bothers some writers, but if you want to sell books at sale, you have to get your name out. And uh, forget the old cliche about the starving artist or writer who cares only for his or her art and cares nothing about money. Uh, being a starving artist is vastly overrated, and besides, artists should be able to make money from their hard work, just as uh, lawyers or stockbrokers or construction workers do. To make good money from their hard work, then, writers have to make public appearances. This is crucial. Uh, according to many studies, without a promotion plan, a writer will not sell one copy uh, at any given bookstore, even after a year's time. The odds are even grimmer if you're a uh, self-published author. Studies indicate that without a marketing plan, the author will sell roughly six copies total. Writing books is hard work. Don't doom your book's chances by not uh, by not promoting your work. Okay, well that makes that makes perfect sense. I'm I'm completely with you there, Jonathan. Um, I, I guess uh, you mentioned that you have a publisher who was the one that pretty much uh, encouraged or maybe demanded that you go out and do these public appearances. And uh, a lot of our listeners, I know, some some of them are, are traditionally published, some of them are self-published. So sure. I'm just wondering if you can tell us, like, what are the practical steps of going about getting public appearances? Like, what what is the first thing that you do when you go about trying to arrange them? And does your publisher help you with that? Or if you don't have a publisher, um, what what is your advice? Well, uh, again, that uh, question gets very complicated. Uh, even if you're self-published, you know, even if, uh, you know, you have a traditional publisher, uh, generally you have to do a lot of the work yourself. And uh, keep in mind, agents really don't make, uh, you know, arrange public appearances for you unless it's going to be financially uh, worth your while, worth their while, excuse me. And if you're uh, just starting out, you know, um, to a considerable degree, I mean, you have to get out there and do the uh, the pro promoting. But uh, you know, on on the plus side, it's um, it can be surprisingly easy to uh, to get public appearances, even if you are an unknown uh, talent. Uh, generally, I, I enjoy doing a lot of uh, radio appearances, and uh, you'd be surprised. A lot of people would say that uh, getting a radio appearance is next to impossible. That's not, uh, you know, that's not true at all. Now, it's uh, you do have to uh, go local for the first several months, uh, like um, you know. I live in the Atlanta area, and uh, I do a lot of radio uh, interviews with, uh, you know, local radio stations uh, in towns like Carrollton, uh, Cartersville, Rome. You know, these are uh, towns and cities in the uh, the metro Atlanta area. Uh, generally, what you want to do is uh, go to the radio station in question and uh, leave a book a review copy with them, which is theirs to keep. 
because you know uh, radio people they don't do anything for free nobody does but uh, you leave a review copy with them along with a, a business card or uh, uh, perhaps a press kit and uh, try to get uh, the email address from them or the uh, the uh, telephone number and you know check back periodically if you haven't heard anything from them after say uh, three weeks give them an email or a uh, you know a phone call but uh, generally and uh, this was a uh, you know a big surprise to me I, I never ever thought that I could do radio but uh, you know if you get your name out there if you display some uh, you know, initiative, you know, you can get, uh, you know, radio appearances. And as you do more of them, you get, uh, you know, more and more uh, confident. And as your uh, prominence rises, you can go on to the uh, the national markets as far as uh, radio goes. In terms of your book, and I'll, I'll repeat the title, uh, Murderous Intellectuals, German Elites, and the Nazi SS, I, I can see that that would be a you know, a title that would get a lot of attention. Um, sure. I'm, I'm wondering, you know, like if you, if you were local, you're local to the Atlanta area. Sure. Did you did you get resistance from anybody as to you know why should we care about this topic or do you, what kind of a what kind of a pitch do you give people to um, convince them that you're somebody that it's it's worth their while to have for an interview. Sure. Or or a public appearance. Uh, yeah, what um, really helped me was I, I think what you always need to keep in mind is that you have to get the, the right venue. Uh, for me, since my book, even though it's uh, written for general readers, you know, obviously it has some uh, scholarly uh, themes to it. So uh, for me, schools and colleges, you know, those are ideal uh, venues for me because my book is historical nonfiction. And uh, schools and colleges, though, can be, uh, you know, extremely productive. Uh, these institutions, they ensure that there'll be sizable audiences for your speaking events. Uh, but, uh, you know, one should uh, consider the uh, considerable drawbacks as well. Uh, keep in mind that, uh, you know, events, you know, use captive audiences. You're not dealing with... Uh, people who are necessarily full-grown adults. Uh, at middle and high schools, you know, authors, they often deal with, uh, you know, chattering loud students who won't behave. At colleges, they often endure, uh, you know, tired students who nod off during your presentation or who look uh, painfully bored. Uh, would such circumstances really bother you? You know, think very carefully about that. Uh, you know, again, you have to be very, very careful in what venue that you use. And, you know, before you decide to make the decision, you know, you always consider the pluses and the minuses. Uh, libraries, uh, that's another uh, good venue for me, considering that my book is, you know, historical nonfiction. Uh, libraries are great venues because they attract book lovers, making for... Uh, you know, very effective engagements in book signings. However, authors should also take heed. Uh, much of the time, libraries will agree to do the promotion work themselves. But still, I would recommend that you should market uh, uh, yourself as well. Uh, you know, consider placing flyers within the community. Uh, invite friends and relatives to the event. 
in addition, you have to take into account the uh, the size of the library as well as the size of the uh, community itself. Uh, generally, you want to avoid the small town libraries. Uh, they typically can't draw more than a few people to any of their events. Again, this is crucial. You know, having no one showing up to a speaking engagement can be even more devastating than the uh, prospect of speaking before hundreds of people. Great. Let's talk about um, uh, a little bit more about bookstores. I've found that uh, you really have to fight hard to get a time slot in a bookstore, and if if they discover that your book is print on demand, that can be uh, almost the kiss of death. And we even had one case where they wanted to charge us a $200 uh, promotion fee. I wonder if you uh, have any secrets for success with approaching the customer relations manager at, at the bookstores. You know, actually, that, that's a good point because uh, uh, book signings at the bookstores, they can actually vary uh very problematic. Uh, whether you're whether you work with a subsidy uh, publisher or you're self-published, or even if you uh, you know working with a traditional publisher, uh, you know bookshops they love these kinds of events because special events always draw in crowds. However, this may not benefit you directly. Uh, Patrons come in for an experience for a special event, but they may not be coming in to see you, though. Uh, even worse, uh, bookshops almost never publicize the individual author unless it's uh, a well-established one. And finally, working with bookshops can be a stressful proposition. Oftentimes, they'll take 40% to 50% of your earnings from the event. It can be quite uh, dispiriting working with the, the bookshops. Not surprisingly, uh, many publishing houses are bypassing the stores altogether, encouraging their authors to sell only on, say, you know, Amazon.com or uh, you know, BarnesandNoble.com. But uh, you know, uh, I've experienced very successful uh, book signings. And then again, I've had some that, uh, you know, were not successful. But uh, I think you always have to keep in mind that um, how much money you make at a book signing, to a considerable degree, at least in my opinion, that's irrelevant. Generally, uh, as far as book signings go with the bookshops, I think they're most beneficial to, uh, again, get your name out there, network with other writers. That's uh, that's a very important lesson. If you're at book signings, you know, do some networking. Get to know other uh, fellow authors. You know, talk shop a little bit. And, of course, you know, book signings does get your name out there. And uh, it does give you increased confidence. So, uh, you know, e even if uh, book signings, even if they don't seem all that productive in the short run, uh, I, I would still recommend them str very strongly. And, and as far as, uh, you know, uh, being self-published or, you know, subsidy publishing, you know, I, I've noticed that uh, a lot of uh, book lovers, they, they don't care where the, the book comes from. You know, if it's a great book, it should sell itself. So for those individuals who are self-published or who work with, uh, you know, subsidy publishing, 
you know, don't believe that that's going to, uh, you know, impede all your chances at success. You know, if it's if it's a well-written book, you know, book lovers are going to buy it. So I, I wouldn't get too hung up on that. Yeah, Jonathan, I, I agree with all those points. And you never know who you're going to meet at a public event. It could be uh, it could be your your next great uh, breakthrough. And so far, we've only been talking about basically uh, solo events. Have you done anything with the uh, so-called book fairs or maybe go to a military history conference or, you know, larger events like that? Uh, yes. Uh, museums, uh, those are always good for speaking engagements and book signings, and they uh, they attract intelligent, uh, engaging audiences. Uh, nevertheless, there are still downsides to uh, speaking at museums. Uh, like libraries, uh, museum staffs, they usually publicize their events through local media, such as uh, newspapers and radio. Uh, but I, I would not depend on them, you know, completely. Uh, do your own publicizing as well, even if it's something as uh, mundane as posting up flyers. And uh, in regards to literary festivals, <laughs> In all honesty, they can be kind of a, a, a crapshoot. Uh, keep in mind that uh, at these large-scale literary events, there's going to be a, a small number of elite uh, writers, established authors. You know, they they're going to get um, they're really going to get catered to, and everybody else. If you're a, a new or emerging author, you know, you you just kind of uh, you're, you, you get awarded the uh, the scraps, I guess you you could say. I, I don't mean to be so uh, blunt about it, but that's generally the uh, the experience as you know an immersion uh, writer. But um, still, I, I would uh, I still do recommend them. But just keep in mind, if you are new or emerging, you know it's it's going to be very hard to uh, get any sort of attention. Uh, I, I know that um, my first ever uh, event was at the uh, Decatur Book Festival, you know, here in the uh, the Metro Atlanta area. That was my uh, <clears throat> that was my first gig as a uh, you know an established author. Well, not established, but uh, you know an emerging author. And obviously, I was very, very excited about it. But uh, I, I did two speaking engagements there. But uh, to tell you the truth, there wasn't much of an audience. And you know, the entire weekend, I sold one book. And that, that's always something you have to keep in mind at these large-scale uh, literary events. The established authors, you know, they're going to get the vast majority of the attention. And uh, basically, you know, again, if you're new or emerging, uh, you know, you just kind of um, kind of regard it as an afterthought. But still, I, I would recommend them because uh, obviously a great way to uh, to make contacts, and it does give you increased uh, confidence as a writer and as a public speaker. If you don't get too dispirited by the realities of these large-scale literary events, so I, I I don't mean to sound you know pessimistic in the, in that regard, and I do recommend them, but just just keep in mind 
that it's not going to be an ideal situation. Now, you know, you know, after you've published your fourth or uh, fifth book and you've become a very savvy, you know, marketer and you have an agent and you have a big name publisher behind you, you know, that's really when you concentrate on the literary affairs and that's when they become really, really beneficial. And I, I tell you, again, I don't care if you use a subsidy publisher or you're self-published. If the work is good, you're going to attain prominence. Uh, you know, uh, it just takes perseverance. That's, uh, if I were to choose one thing that, you know, I would advise, you know, new authors, you know, just use perseverance. Just keep on fighting. And it will pay off for you. I remember when I my first book came out, I never thought I would get radio interviews. I never thought I would get TV interviews. Uh, I thought that I would never, you know, have my books published in any stores. But, you know, I attained all that. You, you just have to keep fighting. Great uh, words of encouragement. Well, Jonathan, if I can go back um, for a minute. You were talking about when you went and talked to schools and how you have to deal with an audience that's maybe bored or chatty, and uh, that that made me wonder if you could give us some tips about um, getting your, I guess, getting and keeping your audience's attention, and uh, I, I know just myself, I came out of academia, and so sure. when I first started going out and talking to people, I was very uh, focused on giving information, and I had to learn the hard way that it was really more about entertaining the audience. Sure. First off, I I have to tell you that uh, you know before you make any of these appearances, just be aware of the uh, the, the potential you know pratfalls. And uh, yeah, uh, when you're <coughs> speaking in front of you know uh, student audiences, that that's always going to be a problem. And uh, you know that's that's not to say that you know that they're contemptuous. Uh, of you, you know, as a, as a speaker, that's just a reality. I, I remember I, I did a, um, you know, a speaking engagement at a local college, a Reinhardt College. It was a Monday afternoon, and uh, to tell you the truth, uh, I think half the students looked like they were wanting to take a nap. But, you know, I understand that because I was a student once myself, and I understand how tiring, you know, it can be as a student. And uh, as far as high school audiences or middle school audiences, you know, they're not completely, they're not full-grown adults, they're not completely mature. And, and they're going to, um, you know, they're going to exhibit some behavior that uh, you may not like, you know, as a public speaker, you know, talking, you know, not listening, you know, um, people uh, doodling on their, their notebooks or, or whatever. So you need to keep in mind the, uh, the pratfalls. If you think that you can deal with, uh, you know, problems like that, you know, more power to you. If you don't think you can handle that, you know, don't do it. Find some other way to market your work. And there are always, you know, other ways to uh, market your work. And, and as far as... Um, uh, you know, obviously you don't want to to do a you know a lecture the entire time. So really, my best advice in in that respect is to encourage um, 
Arthur, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, audience participation, like ask them questions or, you know, uh, encourage them to ask questions. Uh, <coughs> you know, getting the audience involved, that, that's always going to work. So encourage them to ask questions and, you know, ask them some questions as well. Great, yeah, that, that actually, um, the, the interaction with the audience, I definitely, I know that definitely helps. Um, do, you, do you have any recommendations for people who maybe they've never spoken in public before? Like, do you suggest that they go to, like, Toastmasters or take, um, get somebody to coach them in, in public speaking? Well, you know, first off, if um, I look at it this way, it's, Public speaking, if that sounds like an exciting challenge to you, uh, by all means do it. That being said, uh, if you're an author and you just find the host prospect to be just dreadful, there are people out there like that. Uh, they're very truly shy. They, they tend to stammer and stutter and all that. And there's always going to be a number of individuals, you know, as far as public speaking, they probably need to, um, you know, avoid it. But uh, there are alternatives. Uh, one tried and true method for uh, selling books is to send out review copies to the media. This method is still practiced by uh, publishing houses and for good reason. Sending out review copies, that's the best way to sell books. Uh, now, sometimes the publisher pays for the cost in sending out review copies to the media. These are generally the, the older, larger New York houses like uh, Penguin or uh, Random House. Smaller houses often expect their writers to assume the shipping costs themselves. Regardless of who pays, it's a great practice to observe. If a national magazine, journal, famous critic, or celebrity endorses one's work in writing, it creates buzz, and buzz is the best way to sell your books. The advantages don't end there, though. The, the author uh, simply stays home. Uh, you don't have to worry about fuel, travel, or lodging expenses. The author uh, simply stays home and, uh, you know, waiting for the, uh, the royalty checks to come in. So, you know, public speaking, it's not for everybody. But, you know, they're all, uh, there are, you know, alternatives. But uh, my recommendation is that, you know, if um, I, I think it's a necessary part. I mean, if you have major problems with public speaking, I can take that into account. But I, I do think that you're handicapping yourself, you know, if you refuse to do it at all. And so, uh, you know, uh, if you want to, uh, you know, get tips, I, I would read about public speaking. Uh, you might want to uh, consult some friends or associates, colleagues who do uh, a number of speaking engagements a year, you know, for advice. There are lots of things that people can do to become uh, a great public speaker. Uh, as far as overcoming shyness, uh, the more public speaking you do, the more confident that you will become with it. And I'm just completely convinced that, uh, you know, that's the truth of the matter. I remember my uh, first radio interview. It was actually, uh, you know, Inside Scoop Live. 
And, uh, you know, for a week, I basically just dreaded it because I, I didn't think that I would do well. But you know what? I I try to think positive about it. And, uh, you know, as an author, you're always going to want to talk about your book, always. So once I tend you know, once I thought of it in that respect, you know, it, it it became much easier for me. You know, just look at the venue. Don't don't concentrate on the possible failures. Just look uh, towards the, the venue as a way to market your product or commodity. Once you think about it in that respect, you know, interviews, uh, public appearances, you know, you'll be much more uh, uh, confident uh, with them. And you always want to remember the saying, nothing ventured, nothing gained. The only uh, surefire way to fail is uh, to do nothing in response to a problem or goal. In addition, uh, failure happens to everyone. You know, okay, you had, bad, you had a bad interview, uh, you know, so what? No one's life is perfect. If you fail at something, if you have a bad interview, move on and don't dwell on the failure. And again, uh, you know, I have to tell the audience, uh, keep in mind uh, perseverance. That's key in the publishing industry. And don't worry if your book doesn't debut as a bestseller. That's practically unheard of anyway. Sometimes it takes over a year to turn your book into a strong seller. If you, I would advise about uh, three public appearances a week for a full year. If you can't make that, you know, that's fine. But that, that should be your goal. But uh, if you make about three public appearances a week for a full year, it's almost certain that you will have a great selling book. Even if you don't have a strong marketing department, you know, just uh, trust your instincts, develop some initiative, really get out there, because that's, that's basically, you know, how you sell books, reaching your audience. Great, Jonathan. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's all about... Um I, when I first started doing public appearances, I remember being nervous and one of my friends telling me I was supposed to enjoy it, and it, it never occurred to me that I was supposed to enjoy it. So I always, I always yeah. remember that, that I'm supposed to be having fun doing this. Oh, um, sure. So I, just as a last question here, I want to ask you, um, what, how do you know when to ask um, or, or how do you know when to ask somebody to pay you to make an appearance, or do you ask to for a fee when you make an appearance? That's uh, that's a very complex subject. Uh, yeah, and that's, you know, that can be frustrating. Uh, how much to charge, that can be frustrating, uh, but uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be. Uh, for the first six or so months of your promotion period, uh, it's been for free. Um, and there's uh, nothing wrong with that. Sure, that's a disappointment, but remember, you're trying to uh, build a bridge with the audience. Uh, at this point, you know, don't worry about things. Uh, right now, you just want to find an audience. You're looking for a forum at this point. Uh, for the next six months, uh, charge about $200 for a 45-minute presentation. Aim for about uh, two to three public appearances a week if possible. 
After one year, I would charge about $400 for a police appearance. Again, it's all about perseverance. After a few years, some speakers actually get paid $10,000 per speech. So I can't necessarily guarantee numbers like that, but uh, the more you rise in prominence, the more you get your name out there. You know, pretty soon people are going to be contacting you, you know, for you to come speak at this certain event at this institution, whatever. It, it just all takes some, some time, and I, I realize that's frustrating, but, uh, you know, starting out, uh, you have to uh, make some uh, compromises here and there. But remember, your first... For the six or so months of your promotional period, you know, you're just looking for forums. You know, don't worry about, you know, uh, collecting fees. Generally, when I'm, uh, you know, addressing a, uh, you know, a, a presentation at the museum or, uh, you know, a radio station, whatever, uh, school, I would mention that uh, ordinarily, you know, um, I charge $200 for a 45-minute presentation, but I can waive the fee or reduce the fee. So, you know, just your first time out, you know, your first uh, several months, you know, be as flexible as possible. But I'm here to tell you that the more you do, the more you get your name out there, you know, that's when you start getting the uh, collecting fees. So, you know, just, just keep on trucking, you know. Great, Jonathan. That's that's awesome. Now, before we, we wrap up, we'd like to give you the opportunity to mention all of your websites. And the name of your book, again, is Murderous Intellectuals, German Elites, and the Nazi SS. So let us know where readers can find you. Okay. You can find me on uh, Facebook, and you can find uh, my title on uh, Amazon.com and uh, BarnesandNoble.com. Great. Well, on behalf of uh, Irene, who couldn't make it for tonight's show, and, and Tyler and myself, we want to thank you for being on with us. And this has been another podcast edition of Authors Access, where authors get published and published authors get successful. You can learn more about Thanks our guests on all of the... All of our guests on the Authors Access website, which is AuthorsAccess.com. We'd love to hear from you about tonight's show. Please send us your questions and comments to info at AuthorsAccess.com. Authors Access is a joint production of Reader Views Incorporated and Loving Healing Press. And filling in tonight for Irene from Reader Views, this is Tyler Tischler for Superior Book Promotions in Marquette, Michigan. For Loving Healing Press, this is Victor Volkman in Ann Arbor, Michigan, wishing you all a good evening.